Welcome to the J-Row Podcast, episode 16. Today, we're going to dive into the Music Focus course, day 29. You're going to learn about when to give up your goals. When is it time to give up your goals? Well, let's find out, and let's get rocking and rolling. Live on fire, live on fire, Welcome to the Music Focus course. The episode today is when to give up your goals. So my wife inspired this episode, especially after, so this is the 29th day of me recording uh, the Music Focus course. And when I started out, I wanted to make sure that anyone who goes through this course actually sets a goal on day one, and then each day gets closer to it, and then actually accomplishes their goal by day 30 or earlier. Now, when I joined this course, not only did I create it for other people, but I also created it for myself so that I would actually go through this course and actually do what I said I would do. So it's day 29. And when I started, my two goals were number one, to make music lessons better at J-Row School of Music, as well as to record my song, God Loves You, You're Not Alone. So I am happy to say that I believe that I have actually accomplished those goals. And a lot of those things I actually started moving towards quite a while ago, you know, well before day 30. So I have actually recorded the song, God Loves You, You're Not Alone. Now, have I finished editing it? Have I gotten it to be exactly how I want it? No, I still have some things I want to add. Like I'd love to have my students and my team sing on the song and make a fantastic music video that I could put up on YouTube, especially during this time in quarantine but I have not done that yet. Uh, The second thing in terms of making music lessons better at J-Row, I've been teaching online music lessons for the last month and it's been a lot of fun. And if you're you're interested in in learning to play music, whether you live in Troy, Michigan, or maybe if you live in a different state, this is the time uh, to take music lessons. Now is the best time to learn. Uh, And yeah, I've been learning all about Zoom, been learning all about how to teach uh, even better, Um, and kind of looking at how we teach lessons and how can I make things just a little bit better each day. So I definitely feel that I have been moving forward to my goals, and I hope that you are too. I hope that you're feeling that each day you're moving a little bit closer to what is most important. So again, we're discussing today when to give up your goals. So we often talk about setting goals, but how often do you think about giving up, right? So often in our culture, we say it's, you should never give up. But the truth is, there is a time when you should give up your goals. And when is that time? I believe that whenever one of your goals comes into conflict with something that is more important than your goals, that is a time that your goal needs to be reassessed, adjusted, changed, or just eliminated. Okay, so I'll give you an example. So we talked about this on the first day or two. So one example is my goal is to mop my floor. Okay, and I start mopping the floor. And all of a sudden, my baby son starts walking across the floor. Okay, well, I might need to change my goal or change my plan, right? Maybe that is not the best time to be mopping right now. Okay, so I need to adjust that goal. Or maybe 
I want to build a business. I want to start my own business or I want to be a better musician. But then I find that pursuing that goal is actually causing trouble in my home or it's causing my relationships to fall apart because I'm putting all my attention into this goal, right? If that is the case, something needs to change, right? Because here I'm pursuing this goal, but I'm actually eliminating, I'm destroying things in my life that are more important to me than my goal. So I find that in order to know if your goal is serving you and serving those who are most important to you, it's really important to get clear on two things, your needs and your wants. That said, I think that most people, including myself, have so many misperceptions about what the difference between your needs and your wants are. I've come to believe that there are two types of wants and one type of need. You know, so often people are like, oh, well, I need this, I need that. But the question I ask is, you need it for what, right? So when, you, when you're thinking about, oh, I need to buy this thing, okay, do you need it for survival? Probably not, right? Because what do we need for survival? We need food, water, drink, shelter. But the question is, okay, we need food. Do we need organic food? Is McDonald's okay? Do we need a steak? Right. Okay. We need drink. Okay. Well, do we need, um, is well water. Okay. Or do we need Aquafina or Fiji water? Right. So just because you need water doesn't mean you need a specific type of water. So I think it's important to really ask the question, whenever you think about, do I need this? You need to ask for what to survive, to thrive, to be happy, to get a job, whatever it may be. It's important to answer the question, what do I need this for? So what I found, as opposed to asking what do I need first, I found that it's important to first ask, what is my deepest desire? Second, what do I need? And third, what are my wood-like wants? So I have my deepest desire, my essential needs, and my wood-like wants. So let's talk about number one first deepest desire. So your deepest desire is that in life which is most important to you, both on a big picture level as well as on a daily basis. So for example, I'll, I'll tell you some of the things that are my deepest desires. I, I desire good relationships. I desire to be on the same page with my wife. I desire to be an inspirational leader. I desire to be the person I want to be. I desire to live a life on fire, to be fulfilled, right? So those are things that are extremely important to me, okay? And if I set a goal that puts me in conflict with that, we have, we have a problem. So if I set a goal in my business or to be a musician, and all of a sudden my wife and I are starting to fight and she's feeling like I'm being selfish, okay, something needs to change. Maybe I need to rethink my goal or rethink how I go about it. Okay, so it's always important to be very, very mindful of the deepest desire because that that is the thing that is pulling me. Whatever my deepest desire is, that's what's going to lead me to action. Okay, and now sometimes, sometimes your deepest desires are dangerous, right? And so sometimes you need to change your deepest desires, which sounds really hard, but it's and it can be, it's really a gradual process. I'll give you an example. If your deepest desire is fame, that is very dangerous. Fame is like cancer because if fame is 
your deepest desire, I mean, there never, there's never going to be enough fame, right? And you'll be willing to sacrifice, sell your soul, do whatever it takes to get fame. Fame is a really awful end. Another example would be money. If your deepest desire is money, that again, that's very dangerous because you'll be willing to do anything if that's what's most important, right? However, if, if fame and money are something you want, but they're not your deepest desire, your, your biggest driving force, then you can have values. You can have limits like, okay, yes, I want to make more money, but I'm not willing to break the law. I'm not willing to cheat. I'm not willing to steal. Okay. Or if you have an addiction, my deepest desire is for alcohol or for drugs, whatever that may be. Again, that's dangerous, right? And even though you might say, oh, well, I need to do something else. I need to not drink alcohol. Well, you have to have a strong enough desire to overcome that, right? So if your deepest desire is for alcohol, the only way that you're going to be able to give up alcohol is if you discover within yourself a desire that is greater. And maybe your desire is for your family. Maybe your desire is to have, you know, to practice your faith. Maybe your desire is to live a good life and not be enslaved by this addiction, right? So you have to have something that's more important than your desire for alcohol or something that's not bad in order to motivate yourself to action, okay? So the most important part of today is your deepest desire. You need to know your deepest desire. And if you find that your deepest desires are moving you in the wrong direction, you need to spend some time in self-reflection and discover something that you want even more then whatever this thing is that is leading you down the wrong path. Okay. And this is a lifelong process of continual self-discovery. Okay. So a lot of people say they don't have time to practice music. Oh, I want to learn this song, but I don't have time to practice. Well, the problem is they want to do other things more than they want to practice. Right? So if you want to get yourself to practice, part of it is making it a regular part of your schedule, part of your day. But part of it is also discovering within yourself why you want to become a musician right? You have to want to be a musician more than you want to play with your friends or more than you want to do whatever it is in the, in the moment, right? And you have to make a decision. This is when I'm going to practice piano. And that is more important than these other things. Okay. So it's very important to get clear on your deepest desires. The second part is your essential needs. So your essential needs are simply the bare bones of what you must be, what you must do, and what you must have in order to fulfill your deepest desire, okay? So if my deepest desire is to become a great pianist, then it's essential that I practice just about every day, if not every other day, for a, at least 30 minutes or more, right? If I wanna become a professional pianist, and especially if I say I wanna become a professional pianist by the end of this year, then I need to practice. I probably need to get a teacher. I need someone to guide me, okay? So that would be an example of an essential need. Whatever your deepest desire is, your essential need is just the bare bones of what you need to be, do, and have in order to fulfill that deepest desire. And last but not least is your would-like wants. Your would-like wants are nice things that you'd like to have or you'd like to do that would be great and might lead toward your deepest desire, but they're non-essential. So I'll give you an example. I want to be a 
professional pianist. Okay. So what do I need to do? I need to practice. Maybe I need to get a teacher. I need to learn. I need to spend time growing in my knowledge of the piano. I need to do some exercises. What would would like want? I want to be famous. Okay. I want to be a famous pianist. Okay. That, that, I mean, that, that might be nice. Or I'd like to make millions of dollars playing piano. Okay, sure. That might be nice, but it might not be essential to your desire of being a pro, right? So some of the things that it might require for you to be famous might conflict with other things that are more important to you. So again, it's really important to get clear on your deepest desire, your essential needs, and your would-like wants. And these can be used to help you determine if whatever goals you set, whatever you're wanting to accomplish each day, each month, each year, are those goals in alignment with what you want most, with your essential needs, what you must be, do, and have to fulfill those desires, and are they in alignment with you know, the things that you would like, right? So it's important to consider all three of these things. So your focus task for today is pretty simple. Today, I want you to take the time. You can spend five minutes or you can spend an hour with this. But what I want you to do, and I've already done it, and I'll probably actually spend some more time with it, is to write down your deepest desires, your essential needs, and your would-like wants for the next 30 days. Okay, so today is May 11th. So I'm thinking about for the whole month of May and possibly even into June, like what do I want most? So I'll share some of what I wrote down. So my deepest desires... Some of them are uh, to work and teach under 30 hours a week. So I don't want to be teaching music lessons. I love teaching music lessons, but I don't want to be doing it 50, 60, 70 hours a week, right? I want to be making sure I'm spending time with my family. So that's something that's important to me. That's going to be affecting my decisions and the goals that I make. I don't want to grow the business at the expense of me working 80 hours a week, not willing to do that. Um, I want to create a clear roadmap about how to spend my hours each day. I want to set a budget and objectives for Facebook ads. So I've been experimenting with Facebook ads with my business, but that said, I don't want to be just be wasting money on that. I want to make sure I set a budget so that I'm, I'm being smart with, with all, all the money that's coming into the school. I want to sim- simplify and streamline both our teaching and our training system. So I want to make sure, again, making music lessons better at J-Row, um, and I want to simplify it. So essential needs, some of the things I need to do in order to accomplish these um, one is follow the focus rules. So I, I made up these focus rules um, for myself. Uh, number one, I'm only going to check my email twice a day, max for a total of uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Two, I'll only go on Facebook uh, a max of twice a day. Um, again, for 15 to 20 minutes, max. Well, actually for Facebook, only 15 minutes. Uh, I'm not, not going to check my phone uh, unless I schedule it. So I have some, some focus rules that keep me aligned, keep me focused. And do post regularly on lessons.com. So these, these are some things that will help me achieve my goals. So I, I have these financial goals, things that are important to me, things in my personal life. And in order to accomplish those, I have my essential needs. And then I have my would like wants. Okay, great. It would be cool if I could finish working by seven o'clock. Okay. So that would be nice. But that said, I also recognize that a lot of my favorite students um, you know, take lessons later in, in the evening. A lot of my really long time students take lessons later on. So that might not be something that I move forward with right now. But yeah, of course, it'd be great if I got to spend more time at home at the end of the end of the, end of the day, because right now I teach until about nine o'clock. 
which is not a big deal. Um, but again, would like want, yeah, it'd be great if I could end my lessons earlier. And I, I may do that, we'll see. So the point is here though, that you wanna get clear on your, your deepest desires, your essential needs and your would like wants and use that to influence your goals. Again, thank you so much for joining in today. These music focus class courses they're completely free. But that said, if you want to support my mission to help you and help my students and help people around the world, and especially my local community to become successful, both in music and in life, then you can support the mission by doing one of two things. Either number one, you can become a student, go to jropro.com. And you can start a free assessment here on Zoom. I'd love to work with you. If you're already a student, you are awesome. Thank you so much. Two, the second thing you could do is you can pay it forward. So if you want to support someone else becoming a student or you want to sponsor a workshop that we're going to do, something that we're going to bring to the community or maybe we're going to put on a music video for students. If you want to support my mission to help people in the community, maybe people who might not have the resources to pay, then you can pay it forward by going to jropro.com slash donate. All right. Thank you so much for joining. I will see you next time on the Music Focus course. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the J-Row podcast. Make sure to live on fire. We'll see you next time.